Silence! It's time! It's time! It's time for another episode of the Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. Can you dig it, sucker? Grab a set of scratches, sit back, and prepare to laugh. It's Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. Podcast. Grab a set of scratches, sit back, and prepare to laugh. It's Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. Podcast. Grab a set of scratches, sit back, and prepare to laugh. It's Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. Podcast. Grab a six pack, sit back and prepare to laugh. It's Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. Hello, Jim. Welcome to episode 399 of the Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. I'm host as always, I'm Tyler. Joining me with the man, the myth, the legend himself, Sir Colonel Gable. Who's up, buddy? Tyler, at this moment in time, I feel kind of pissed off at Walmart. <laughs> oh, wow. And the reason why I feel like I'm pissed off at Walmart is because of a few things. One, I go to my store today. I see an Xbox Series S actually stocked on the floor. But right above it, there's a paper that says, due to high demand, we cannot sell these game consoles inside of our store. And what are the consoles? The PS5, the physical and digital editions of those, and the Xbox Series X and Series S. Now, fun story about this situation with Walmart and these consoles. Apparently, Walmart, earlier on last week, decided to take away the option of you checking to see if these consoles were in stock in the store. Oh, wow. The reason why is because people were able to find out how many of these consoles were inside their local retailers, their local stores, go in there, ask the associates, who clearly knew that these consoles were in there, but they had to change the policy in order to make it so it's online order only. Now, I don't know about you, Tyler, but if I see a console inside of a store in the back of a case clearly meant to be sold I think that anybody would have the opportunity to buy it physically in a store wouldn't you agree yeah agree 100% well I guess in the case for Walmart that's not the option that's why I was pointing out this little I pointed out this little like uh, contradiction of things to uh, my mom that I was with because we're buying things in order to make the house that we're living in now a little bit more, I don't know, livable. <laughs> but uh, I kind of find it hilarious that Walmart will allow you to buy a Nintendo Switch console and the handheld in store, but you're not allowed to buy, say, a PS5 or an Xbox Series X if it's stocked in the store. My store, in specifically, not only has had a Series S like today, but a few weeks ago, and Tyler can vouch this because I've actually talked to him about it, they had three Xbox Series Xs in stock wow. at one time in the store, on the sale room floor. So, what gives Walmart? That is what really, quote-unquote, grinds my gears. But, yeah. other than that, other than that, though, I'm I'm happy I moved out of one house into another, because most of my week this week has been feeling dog-tired. 
really tired. But at the same time, I'm happier now because that tiredness is going to be over and there's going to be new stuff happening. So I'm getting happier. But how about you, Tyler? Oh, good. Doing okay, you know. Um, just kind of same as you. Been tired, you know. Has has been, you know, the the thing the last few weeks or so. Uh, I was just telling you for the show, I got a three day weekend coming up in a couple weeks, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, yeah, I mean, going back to what you said, Walmart. I mean, I think especially. What, I mean, I get if you want to do the online order thing only, that's fine. But I think don't put the consoles out and the, for people to see. You know? Exactly. Like you're just creating unnecessary um, issues and uh, you know, things like that, especially with like yes. how hard Absolutely. it is to find these things. So it's if like, they want people to buy it digital only, have the consoles off the floor. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. That makes yeah. more sense. I agree. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand that whatsoever. But, uh, yeah, you know, I've had an interesting week. Um, so uh, Monday was a very interesting night. Got home from work, uh, took a shower, sitting down here to edit the podcast. And I'm always really good, Gables, about locking the door to yes. my apartment every time I come home. Uh, but Monday got thrown off a little bit. I, had to go, I, I, I didn't go to the store. I was, a little, I was being a little lazy. Last Sunday, my, my day off, and I was just like, I don't want to go anywhere. I just want to sit in my PJs and watch football all day. And that's what I did. And then we record the show. And that was all. And that was my Sunday. And it was perfect. And um, I, um, you know, got off work, went to the store after work, came home. You know, I had to go make multiple trips, whatever, bring in the, all the, the bags, what have you, and just threw off. You know, you just have that. It's just clockwork. You know, to you, where you, I close the door, I lock the door, and I go on my, with my thing. This time, you know, my hands were full. Brought put all the bags down, space locking the door. Coming, uh, you know. Like I said, get out of the shower, sit down, start working. Uh, not even two minutes, sitting on the computer. Some lady walks into my apartment mm-hmm. and hands me my benefits package for my job I'm working at currently. And she's like, okay. is this yours? I'm like, yeah. Can I help you? She's like, yeah, I'm just on my delivery route. I'm like, um, all right. I was, it was like a, just a stunned. Like she's just I'm, like I'm sitting on the computer like I am right now. Just staying there. I mean, this girl was like not tall, like five foot, five foot two, okay. maybe um, seventy pounds. But she was like in uh, like leggings and like a mid drift cut t shirt. And was she cute? I'm like, no. I- I'll get into that later. <laughs> um, this this will go into more delve more into what, what the, like my confusedness and also the issue with all this was. But um, and then she's like. Someone just stole my car, and there's somebody they're chasing me with a sniper, and ran into my bathroom. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, um, um I was just kind of sit here, like, just completely stunned. For I mean, it was probably like three, four seconds, but it felt like twenty seconds, thirty seconds, forty seconds. Just so I'm like, what the fuck is this really happening to me right now? What is happening? So I knock her. I'm like, man, what's going on? Because I was, you know, now I'm concerned. I'm like. Like, why are you, you said you're on a delivery route, which doesn't make sense. You're on a delivery route, but you're delivering me mail that comes in the mail. Okay. Um, and, you know, th- th- this was a, you know, it's a, it's a book, basically. Not a book, but it's like a magazine that has all my, my stuff for my insurance for my new job. It doesn't fit in our mailbox that we have here. So they must have set up in front of my door. Because my apartment, we have two doors. There's two doors 
to my apartment. So she must have came in through the front because I always use the back door. And um, anyways, and I'm like, ma'am, like, what's going on? She's like, and she's on the phone with the cops now. I'm like, okay. But she's telling the cops a completely different story about um, someone. She was at somebody's house and she kept telling her full name, first, middle, and last name over and over again. And she was on the phone with the cops and saying that, like, um, uh, like someone tried raping her. I'm like, what the fuck is going on right now? Like, what is oh, happening? Boy. And she's like, send the police car right now. And I'm like, ma'am, like, I was knocking. I'm like, are you okay? And she, and she was in my room, my bathroom for like five minutes or so. And finally comes out and I see her now. Like, but for, you know, was, at first I was, you know, when, she, when I was sitting on the computer, I was just stunned like what was happening. I couldn't, I didn't focus anything. She came out. I'm like, you're fucking high on meth. Oh, no. Mila clicked. I'm like, you are on meth right now. You are f- messed up. And Uh-oh. she called the cops like five, six times. Kept calling them over and over again. And she's like, I'm so sorry. This is happening to me. And then like her story kept changing. It was it was over and over. Like some someone stole her car. Someone was chased with a sniper. Someone was trying to rape her. She's not high. She went to somebody's house. So someone's apartment that lives around here. And uh, she took some candy and she passed out. And then she woke up and they're raping him. And I mean, there was dozens of different scenarios that happened oh as she told me. God. And like, this was, this whole scenario took place. This was 10 minutes. And I heard 20 different things that happened to her. And then she's like, can you give me a ride home to my mom's? I'm like, ma'am, no, I, no, I need you to leave. I'm like, I need you to leave. You and she's like, go. please don't leave me alone. Please don't leave me alone. Please don't leave me alone. Get out. Like, ma'am, you have, to, you, I'm like, <laughs> you need to go. And I mean, like I said, this girl's you know, five foot two, maybe 70 pounds. And she, then she, oh, then she's 15 and pregnant. She said, she told me she's eight months pregnant. This woman, not even 70 fucking pounds. I'm like, ma'am, you are not 15 and you are not um, pregnant. And she's like, I am eight months pregnant. Don't do this no, to me. Not. I'm like, ma'am, you, I'm like, you need to go. And, I, you know, at first, like I said, at first I was concerned. I'm like, she just told me someone saw her car and trying to kill her. And then she's got someone tried raping her. I'm like, I'm worried for her at first. And then, like, once she came out and I saw her, I'm like, you need to go. And then finally, then she called the cops back. She's like, well, this person right here, they're going to give me your, they said they're going to give me a home. I'm like, I'm on the, like, she's got them on speakerphone talking. I'm like, I am not giving you a ride home. You need to go. So finally I called the cops and I'm like, there's this lady in my house. She's there staring at me. I'm like, there's this lady there's in the house. There's a meth head in my house. <laughs> I'm like, I didn't, I, I was trying to be, I didn't, I was trying to, cause I was like, cause I'm like, it's like, cause I'm, she walks in and she's like, like she's seen, I mean, I'm not trying to brag here, but I got a lot, I got some of my shit in my house, my apartment here and I don't want and it happened to it. And oh, then she freaked out me because my computer was on because I was editing the show. And yeah. she's like, oh, are you, are you a gangbanger? I'm like, what? She's like, you're, I don't play that shit. You better not be a gangbanger. I'm like, I'm not a, what are you talking? I'm like, you need to go. And she's like, turn your computer off, unplug everything right now. I'm like, ma'am, I'm not unplugging. Like, this is my apartment. You need to go. And like, she's freaking out on me. And finally, I had like push her, not like physically like hard push her or anything like that, but kind of like, you know, like, um, like you, I don't know. Like you have a, you have that drunk friend that's just like stumbling, and barely kind of like standing on two feet, and you kind of like yeah. gotta guide them with your back. Well, well, you put your hand on their back and guide them a little bit to where they gotta go. It's one of those yeah. things. I just kind of gradually pushed her out the door and locked <laughs> the door, locked all three locks, and she kept knocking the door. I'm like, I called. The, I'm like, I was like, I was, I was on the phone with the cops, and I was like, here's my address, here's the bill number. I don't know what's happening. She just walked into my apartment, and I'm like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. So she kept knocking my door. Finally, she stopped knocking, and I'm like, "What the hell's okay?" Like, good, she left. And then I saw like the through my because my curtains closed. Uh, through the lights, I saw like the the police lights flashing through my my 
curtains. And I walked out there and I'm like, she's like, he's like, is this your apartment store? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I told him like, they started asking me a couple questions and like, I'm like, sir, I don't know who this woman is. She just straight up walked to my apartment. I don't know what's going on. Like she told me this happened. Told me 20 different things happened. Obviously she had like white foam coming out of her mouth. And I'm just like, obviously um, something's wrong with her. And I actually want to go back a little bit when I was on the phone with the cops. She's like, yeah, she does this. She gets really high. Uh, she's the woman's high. And she calls the cops over and over again. And with all these different scenarios. And I was like, Okay, I'm like, I understand she must do. Okay, she, that's, she does that, but she's in my apartment. Like, because they kept hanging up on her. Every time she calls, she'd hang up on them. Like, the cops were. Because, like, obvi- so obviously she does this constantly. And um, so, yeah. So, um, that was my Monday night. And, like, <laughs> like, you know, like, that was all. The cops asked me a couple questions. Like, just asked who I was and if it was my apartment and what was going on. And I just told them, like, I'm like, I'm not, you know, I, I just want, I, don't, I want to stay out of it, but this is what happened. And, you know, like, I didn't want them to think that I wasn't, cause she, you know, she started, I, when I walked out there, I'm like, she started talking about someone trying to rape her. I was like, that was not me, not me at all. Just want to clarify that. I don't know. Like I was the one that called the cops on her to leave. So I want to point that out. <laughs> so like, I, you know, that was yeah, going through shit. my mind. I'm like, fuck, like, what if that's the case? Like, you know, I was just like, yeah. So, uh, she ended up getting uh, arrested and, uh, she was on the, our, our Polk County, Polk County inmate thing i'll show you a picture after the show um oh God. Uh, but uh yeah uh i guess it's like the, i mean it's i don't know it's 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 funny not funny because you know it's like because she, she's only she actually is only 19 but when wow. i saw her i'm like you could have told me she was like in her late 30s early 40s you know and, yeah. looking at her so it's like i don't know i mean i'm not trying to make fun yeah too you know i mean it's just a crazy funny it's funny like i said not funny not funny because it's like you know, I have Sad, family members so. that are that have had or still have issues with drugs, and um, so yeah, it was a, a scary moment because I'm just like, did she just walk in my apartment? And then she's like, then she was calling, but like I said, like at first she's on the phone talking to me in the bathroom. I'm like, is she calling some dudes to fucking come here and break into my fucking apartment now? Like, and then I feel I realized she's like, so like I had like a million different fucking things going through my mind, and then uh. So it, it took uh, really it took a few days here, like where I felt like I had to like when I went to bed that night, I went back and I checked my fucking locks like three times. I was just like, <laughs> I gotta make sure. At this you know, point, like, yeah, you might as well. Yeah, I'm like, because I'm like, I mean, I forgot once. I don't want to forget again. Like I now it's like I've been a little better about double checking to make sure that door's locked. And then uh, for the next couple of days, I was like, you know, it's I don't know. It's like someone just walked into my home. It's like now it's like. This is my comfort place. And for it took a few days there to get back to like you know, obviously I'm lucky. There's a lot of people that, you know, worse things happen to them when someone walks to their home or breaks into their home, whatever. But uh yeah. So um interesting night. But to break us through some good news, Gables. Okay. Friday, Shadow Dropped. Taylor Swift's new album. <laughs> so that was pretty awesome. I've been listening to it evermore. <laughs> He's laughing, but I'm, I'm, How did I'm, we you know, go from talking about a, like some addict or some to all of a sudden a Taylor Swift now? What the hell? I just want to bring up the bad with the, you know. I, I just talk about the bad and the crazy, and I want to talk about the good. And that's Taylor okay. Swift, you know, killing it in 2020. You know, you, you got to you got to find the you got to find the bright spots in in the year of 2020. You know, there's not a lot of good things happening this year. You know, and it's like you know Taylor Swift, one of them, two albums in six months. It was fucking Jesus. folklore evermore, killing it, killing it. Uh, Willow slaps. Just want to talk about that right now first song on the on the on the soundtrack it's great 
So that was my Friday being in the truck all day. I was listening to uh, Evermore. Um, yeah, so it's it's you know it's, it's going pretty good. You know, I say all I I say all in all this week it's a wash. You know, yeah, <laughs> I get, agree. Get some lay high and meth walks to your apartment, and then you know then Taylor Swift drops an album. So you know I would Dude. say if if uh, all I have to do is have a a weird person walk to my apartment once a week, but I'm guaranteed by the end of that week to have a new Taylor Swift album, it's a win. What about you? Oh boy. It's like what I was saying. Yeah, I, I'm agreeing with you, man. It was, it was a fucking wash, but uh, <laughs> yeah. Let's just say let's just say at my workplace and stuff that my boss ended up banning somebody that's been a long-term person that's been shopping inside the store that has been notably switching prices in the store. And, uh, well, let's just also say that uh, in that regard, it's that the same person kept, like, calling the HR of my workplace every hour on the hour trying to say how much like, Oh, this is such a wrong thing for me to be banned and this and that and stuff, you know, harassing them and then coming back to the store like 15 minutes before then and uh, trying to get back in the store in this regard. So, (laughs) well, that was one thing. Another other than the moving stuff was like nearly getting hit by a freaking car in the crosswalk while I was in the middle of the damn crosswalk and the green light was telling me to go, you know, cross the crosswalk. Some yeah. dude in a Bronco, like, sped through and almost hit me, and I had to literally move out of the way because the dude was literally, like, five seconds away from, like, uh, plowing me over. I'm like, holy shit. And obviously was it normal. A, What's that? Is it a 94 white Bronco and was... You know, funny you should mention This that. in 1994? Was, dude. No, it was in 1994, but let me tell you something. Okay. It was almost like a fucking O.J. Simpson Bronco. <laughs> the only thing okay. that was missing is the thing was like kind of like a tan sort of color instead of like a freaking like like brown-ish type okay. of thing. Okay. But uh, as you would expect, Colonel Gables did the ultimate reaction in regards to nearly getting hit by a car. I stood in the middle in front of everybody waiting at the stoplight looked over at the dude that was crossing by and gave him the fattest middle finger I could have possibly <laughs> had. So and you just I like pull out your... I like to imagine you just pulled your penis out and put it between your, your, <laughs> two, middle, your two fingers as like the fattest middle finger I have. Here's my penis. <laughs> that's what I like to imagine. Okay, that's, that Not that I like to imagine your penis, but I think that's what I imagine when you say your fattest middle finger. Oh my God. <laughs> No, I, I could have swore there probably was a copper somewhere just waiting in line. Yeah, I could just imagine the image of me just dropping my pants and uh, just give him the fattest middle finger. <laughs> yeah, and the cop would be like, you know what? He deserved that. He deserved that. <laughs> There's a school two blocks away, but we're gonna let, we're gonna let it happen. Just everybody just like, like staring. I was like, okay, you know, I, I can ultimately respect what he his yeah. decision he just made right now, and he just <laughs> yeah. and uh, yeah. And the other time say, it would have been inappropriate, but this time totally not. Oh. And that's not even, like, uh, the last thing that ended up happening to me was, like, the night before that happened, I freaking almost got crushed by a freaking mounted cabinet. And I'll tell you what, I was cleaning out the cabinet, no, I was cleaning out the garage of the older house I was in, right? And so... You know, we never had trouble with this one mount, this supposedly mounted like uh, cabinet, right? So I open the bottom, you know, I open the top end of it, you know, there's nothing down. I crouch over, open the bottom of it, and unbeknownst to me, I'm 
pulled the thing a little bit too much, and all of a sudden the darn thing started to, like, fall forward on me. I'm like, uh-oh. And I just held it in place. My uncle came running as soon as, like, he's like, hey, I need some help. And we ended up pushing the thing back and getting a bit of plywood and everything else in the place. And I'm thinking to myself, yeah, yeah, what a hell of a week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did uh, any of your favorite artists release drop a sweet Shadow Drop album to uh, make a week better? Well, maybe not an album, but today I got a chance to watch a video from one of my favorite YouTube creators, Terminal Montage, and that was uh, oh, okay. his uh, animated thing for Super Mario All-Stars. That was hilarious. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, you know, you're you're wrong because one of your favorite artists did drop an album, Gables, and their name is Taylor oh. Swift. You were wrong. Oh, God. So, yeah, hey, man, got to get on board with Tay-Tay. Yeah. <laughs> got to get on board. You know what? I was, you know, I was, I was a hater a long time ago too. You know, and then you just gotta shake it off. You know, you got, you know, players gonna hate, 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 hate. You know, but it's got, you gotta shake it off, Gables. You gotta get, you gotta get on the bandwagon. You know, dude. Let me just say, every time I think of Taylor Swift, I think of the one episode that we recorded near the end that threw Jake off, and it was just shake those, and I just said that, and I was just okay, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I gotta find the episode now because I'm almost to that one. Oh, okay, man, it's good. It's good album. It's a good time. But anyways, it's a good time, man. Let's talk about yeah. some games. Oh, this here. is a, it's like, yeah. We're like a over twenty minutes. Now. We're like twenty-one minutes in. And we haven't even mentioned video games yet. Uh, we, we got a lot to talk about, dude. We mentioned you going through your whole incident, encountering a meth head. We're talking about me in a midlife, like, not not like a midlife crisis. No, oh, no, no, Quarter that's life. far away from that. Oh, no, <laughs> the freaking life or death shit. And it's like, okay, time to get down to it. <laughs> yeah, the reason we're here, talk about video games. And boy, there was there is a lot to talk about. Um, you know, there, so we had the video game awards. Uh, before we get to our overall thoughts, um, I don't. I don't know how to tackle this. Do we want to do overall thoughts before, without going into detail? It's hard because we don't want to go into details. Um, yeah, we'll just do it. Overall thoughts without going into details. Uh, what did you think of the show? Barring a few reveals, it was an absolute snooze fest, and I kind of hmm. honestly was not surprised. Like who ended up winning a lot of the rewards? It yeah. also kind of irked me a bit. They decided to reveal the. Gamer's Choice for Game of the Year in the pre-show before the thing actually began. But I will say the positive stuff, and that absolutely caught me by surprise, the reveal for the trailer of Perfect Dark, mm. that we've heard over the past few months in regards of the game being mentioned in rumors and this and that, but actually seeing the trailer for Perfect Dark, I didn't even knew it was that game. They the only reason, and it, it didn't dawn on me the first viewing of it, but it actually showed the symbol of like one of the corporations that Joanna Dark actually worked yep. for. Yeah. Like towards the end of it, and all of a sudden, as I didn't realize it until the name dropped, like, holy shit, whoa, okay. But yeah. I think, personally, the biggest surprise for me in that entire show was the reveal of Sephiroth in regards to the Smash Ultimate character trailer. I, I kid you not, man. It's like, I looked at it, it's like, that. it was so epic. The way these character reveal trailers work, you know, I absolutely love them. I think they're the best part of this whole freaking Smash Brothers Ultimate stuff. 
I mean, yeah, say what you will about the games online being trash and, like, all those other types of, like, stuff. The game is great, right? Like, when you can actually play yeah. against other people and do this and do that. But the character reveals and that factor of you don't know what's going to happen next is very exciting. This was obviously the case for me. It's like, you just picture the scene, right? It's like all the characters are getting brushed aside. You know, you have the main antagonist of the Smash Brothers Ultimate, and all of a sudden it's like when things are about to get like crazy or something like that, all of a sudden the main dude gets sliced with one slap, and all of a sudden you just hear one-winged angels blaring. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. No, I thought that was um, definitely... Uh, We'll get into we'll we'll break down the reveal, reveals by reveals, but that was definitely like the the coolest one. That's like we we were talking about predictions last week, and that was like one of the things I was we were talking about was like I was like I can see either the Metro Prime trilogy being announced here or the the Smash Brothers one because they announced Joker two years ago, and like you can you know that makes sense. And you know, I did not. You know, I don't think anybody had Sephiroth as no a, a potential here. I, I think a lot of people were thinking like. Uh, you're like you know a Master Chief or something, or Fortnite, go on. What was funny was when we were talking about that last week, I held back in, in saying in regards to the potential of what the Smash Brothers character I originally had thought, and I believe I said when uh, it may have been like a, if it is like a Smash character reveal, it would be something like, say, Nintendo related. I was wrong about that, but the gut feeling was like, you know what? You know who we haven't seen? It's like we hadn't seen like Cloud, you know, like. You have all the bad guys. You know, wouldn't it be yeah, cool the villains, if it was like, yeah. Seth, like the villain or something like that, like Sephiroth or something like that? I wish it would have said yeah. that last week. Man. Yeah, that, yeah. And then he killed Mario. It was it was incredible. <laughs> oh, my God. I Bowser's love been that trying to do it. Bowser's been doing where... it for 35 years. Couldn't do it. Sephiroth, Sephiroth 30 seconds. Kills line. Mario. <laughs> 30 seconds. <laughs> yeah. No, no, man. It was so hilarious seeing, like, YouTubers' reactions when that scene pops. You see, like, the, the big old long old sword and all of a sudden, like, like, like Perry's like pierces Mario like oh no Mario and all of a sudden you see the blade is just like this whole freaking uh suspenders or something gets hung up I'm like oh yeah. <laughs> no it was incredible it was definitely like there's not you know I always get excited for E3 and there's like a fist pump or like, yes kind of thing oh shit like that one literally got me off my feet and it's like that's when those ones were like I I went back and I like I looked on like afterwards or like uh live reactions to that's Sephiroth announced like it's incredible. Like uh, Easy Allies is pretty great, uh, kind of funnies. And then like I, I pull up some like Twitch stream, like I don't know who they are, like random Twitch streamers, and like their reactions. It's kind of like I, I miss like um, like when uh, before the before the pandemic, and like you like watch pe- people go like to the Nintendo store in the New York, and would yeah. watch like the directs live there. And when they announce like one of like gives me chills every time I watch it is going like I rec- go watch the YouTube. On check out like Nintendo World Store, whatever it's called in New York, and people's live reactions when they announce uh, Smash Ultimate. The first when they show like when they show the Splatoon boy and girl, and oh, then like yeah. the, the, the girl yes. sees the Smash logo in her in her eyes, like that reveal. What is epic? It's one of those things like Dude. you know, there's like I think everybody has those go to things that just kind of gives them like those happy place things or like gives them chills or hypes up a little bit. That's one of those ones for me. Like every time I watch it, oh, I'm like man. that's that's incredible. I, felt, I tell you what, Tyler. The last time I felt that way is like when Banjo Kazooie was revealed during mm. that one like 
I think it was either E3 or an E3 or something like that, and just the reactions. It was the E3 like, before oh. it came out. Yeah. It was like, holy yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah. Because they, uh, they teased Banjo before, mm-hmm. and it was King K. Rule. And then the next time, they played off of that, and they actually announced Banjo. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. But, yeah, Sephiroth definitely is in that tier where people was like, how the fuck did they get Sephiroth in it? And I'm like, well... It makes sense in that regards, but honestly, it is a long time coming in that regards, and it's kind of funny when, at one point, you could argue that Square Enix wanted nothing to do with Nintendo, especially when it came to uh, the N64 back then, because they had left the PlayStation to produce Final Fantasy VII after the whole, like, differences between them and Nintendo due to cartridge constraints and limitations of that, plus they had, at one point, a working prototype of Final Fantasy VI on the N64, but that was their yeah. basis to do for seven until moving to PlayStation. But seeing literally over 20 years, like, say, 23 years later, seeing Cloud and Sephiroth, main protagonist and antagonist, and even, like, the PlayStation Final Fantasy games, the, like... Seven, eight, nine being on a Nintendo system is just mind blowing to me as a longtime gamer. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you can even argue that too with like when those like whenever a new character from a third party developer comes in to Smash, like they get a stage, they get you know, they get the character on the stage and a shit ton of music and like you usually bring in like weapons, stuff like that, and it's like when even when Cloud came in, they gave him like two songs a stage in Cloud. Yes. It's like that was always like the complaint was like why did they why are they so um, limited on that so I'm wondering how you know so I'm assuming we're getting another stage hopefully oh yeah and then uh, Sephiroth and then hopefully we get some more music because not being a Final Fantasy guy really up until Final Fantasy seven this year um, loving that game and uh, like the music on that game is fantastic I hope they do some of the yes. re- the the music they put in, they put into it this time around because th- that music in there is top notch. I'll tell you though, the moment with Sephiroth and the Perfect Dark trailer, I felt like were the highlights of the whole Game Awards. For the same, mm-hmm. on top of that, I think that was close. Was the reveal of that uh, game from the maker that made a way out between you know the one that we yes. I felt this that is game my moment right really here. Interesting, actually. I sent you a YouTube link. I'm like, dude, yes. I was gonna. I, I could not wait to talk to you about this because <laughs> I fucking love that trailer with the it takes two music in yeah. there. Uh, we love both. Really enjoyed a way out. Really good game. Yes, I does. adore that trailer. Gables, you and me were playing through it March 26th. <laughs> You and I were doing it. I can't wait. I no fucking shit. love it. Like I am. I, I way out was a game I looked forward to. It looked good. I'm like, oh, this would be a fun co-op game, and it was. It, like you, like I've talked about many times before. If that was a game I just played by myself, it would have been. Ah, eh, it's okay. But playing it with you, playing that game, like it's just playing games with your friends in general is more fun. But it's like yeah, playing yeah. the game with you was a, that game was just a blast and all the stupid shit we had to do together. <laughs> You know all the fucking memorable moments and stuff like uh, yeah, you know, like, just, like pl- sitting on the swing. We find we find that little quirk or something. Just, yeah, know, or like, playing oh, checkers, or having to climb up a wall together, leaning back to back, or our oh, sixteen-minute-long fucking arm wrestling contest that we had. And I barely, <laughs> we all, we I think I blew every eye, every vessel in my eye, playing. Um, 
yeah, just that game was full of moments. And this game just it looks like the, the premise is kind of sad and dark where it's like, you know, it's like the, this daughter, this little girl, her parents are getting divorced and um, she creates these dolls, makes these dolls of her parents, you know, and then like something happens and she wishes for him, I think, like not to not to divorce. And then something happens and they end up getting sucked into these dolls and like they're not allowed to they, they can't go back to the real world until they, um, you know, basically fix their differences and you know, fall back in love together. And like, there's literally a book called the book of love. That's like running this whole thing and puts you through like scenarios. And I just, man, like, cause they showed like, there was like, they had uh Yosef there to talk about, it, and they showed like a little mini trailer. And I'm like, oh, all right, that looks fine. And then they played the, the actual trailer with the gameplay and it takes two behind it. Maybe it was the, the song behind it too, but that game, man, I love that trailer. I love I went from like, okay, that'll be fun. Probably a game that Gables and I will play, might play together. So like I am buying my copy as soon as possible and I'm going to fucking buy Gables a copy and we're going to fucking play this goddamn game together. I cannot fucking wait. That game looks incredible, Gables. Oh man, That's I love it. One. Yes. Go on. But uh, yeah, other than, let's see, out of those moments I've said, you know, there really wasn't, there really wasn't too much of note that I could get really too excited for because I already knew what what the awards and stuff were going to be going through and doing. I knew Last of Us 2 would win most, more or less because of like the gaming media influence in that regards. But in terms of game reveals, the Smash reveal, Perfect Dark reveal, I thought it was hilarious, though, at the end, that final reveal was just the, the reveal of, like, Mass Effect is still alive, quintessentially. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was, a, it was a weird thing. I was, was getting like, so excited. It's like, oh, hey, this is Mass Effect. Maybe they're going to announce a new title. And it's like, hey, Mass Effect A is still alive. I'm like, we'll continue. are you kidding me right now? They had a Dragon Age trailer and they had a Mass Effect trailer and they fucked both of them up. <laughs> yeah. I, I think we should just jump right into it because there, there was a bunch of announcements. And I'll, I'll run through them. And if there's something okay. you want to say, jump on in. And if I got something to say, I'll, I'll just continue on with it. But um, All right. there's a pre-show st- stuff here so we had near replicant version one uh sorry near replicant version version 1.22474487139 um which was a game that came out only in japan during the ps3 and now coming to the united states uh i love near automata i don't really know much about the original near on ps3 uh, this game looks it's actually like near it's actually the uh that near plus like near replicant are actually two halves of the same uh, coin, honestly. Yeah. From what I understand. Yeah. But that game actually looked pretty good. It did look pretty yeah, good in believe... terms of the reveal. Because from what I understand is that there's there was near that came here, and then Japan got both nears, and uh-huh. both the replicant and then the original, the other near, and the near automata is based off of the ending of this game. Not based uh, off the near that actually came here. From where it's weird. Near, I don't uh, understand the story of near, but the game is. I love that. I love near automata, but I, I don't. It's weird, but um, it looks like near. I love near automata. I, I it was. It's one of my favorite games of 2017. One of my favorite games is generation. Um, and yeah, I want. I want. I definitely. I want to hear what people have to say about because I, you know, I love near automata. Uh, but I just, I the, the weird, the world is so confusing to me, and it's like it's a world I feel like. I want to be involved in, um, but you know this being a game from 2012, I want to say, 
Uh, but it looked, like I said, it looked good. It looks like Nier Automata, which, you know, like I said, I love. Um, but I want to hear more. It comes April 23rd. It's going to be a PS4, Xbox One game, but obviously, if you don't have the backwards compatibility, you can play it. Um, Century Age of Ashes was announced. It's a PvP flying, uh, you play as dragons uh, game. That's coming out February 2021. Um, Perfect Dark. Uh, I thought that was a really cool reveal. Um, everything, like, yeah, you see that logo right when it gets to the top of the the tower and it's like that looks that looks familiar and i couldn't figure out where i saw it from like i've seen that before and then like i love the reveal where it's like you know it's, they say agent dark as they're scrolling up and you see that you see the well as soon as i saw the feet i'm like because they announced the studio and i can't remember the, name of the studio but they're like the, the microsoft's like uh everybody's triple a they're there they always kind of push them as like their quadruple a studio like they're like you know like playstation has like their uh santa monica right. Are there uh, um, uh, Naughty Dog stuff like that? They have their top tier ones, and they're kind of pushing this as like one of their top tier like studios. And uh, so as soon as I saw the feet, I'm like, all right. So I'm like, because I was like, I'm like, is this Purple Dark or is it something else? Because the rumors have been forever like this Purple Dark game, and then you heard people saying, well, it's like Perfect Dark, but it's not Perfect Dark. And then finally get there, get the reveal. It's Perfect Dark. I don't have a lot of fanfare for Perfect Dark. I think it's I'm incredibly happy for those people. Apparently, this has nothing to do with. Uh, it's its own game. has nothing to do with Zero or the 64 game. It's going to be its own thing. I'm wondering, like, there's definitely excitement for the people that love Perfect Dark, but it's like, really, we've had two Perfect Dark games. One people love from a 64 game where it's like, that game doesn't age very well. And then Zero, which is just a eh, launch game on 360. So I'm kind of curious, like, how much um, fanfare this game is going to have. You know, it's like, it's not, this doesn't like, uh, a game that has a plethora of big games behind it that's just been dormant for a long time. You know, this is a a game that's had two games: one loved for its time, and then one that was not very good. And then here we are. So I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, like I'm happy for those people, and I hope it's great because, like I said, I want, you know, I want as a um, console agnostic gamer um, who has who just plays them all. Play, I go where the games go. Um, I want it to be good because I want, you know, I want, that's something we talk about. It's, it's something everybody talks about. It's like, you know, Xbox needs more top tier IPs. They don't have those anymore. So, yeah, I got, I'm hoping this game comes out and just fucking kills. I really do. Um, then we had uh, Back for Blood, which is rev- uh, which was uh, revealed a while back. It's Turtle Rock guys who made, um, that. it was not a very good game. The 4v1 monster game i don't know i can't remember what it's called evolved. it was very good came out evolved yeah it was it was fine it's just that game was a game you had to play with friends you could not play with randoms um but you know continue i think it's kind of funny like this is something somebody said to somebody on twitter where it's like uh i was like oh fuck yeah back for blood and like they like the four is the number four and i'm like yeah continuing on with the legacy that steam is scared of the number three so we're skipping from left for dead one to two left for dead one and two skipping left for dead three we're just going back for blood so uh, coming out June 21st or I'm sorry June 2021 first person zombie shooter it's basically it's just Left 4 Dead which I think is smart it's simple you know it's like people been clamoring for a Left 4 Dead since Left 4 Dead 2 which was like 2011 I want to say 2010 uh, maybe 2019 oh, I think it was 2009 actually because remember it came out a year after two, uh, Left 4 Dead so I think that was like 2008 but yeah anyways people have been clamoring for Basically, just Left 4 Dead. But we've had a million clones since then. So it's one of those things where it's like people have been clamoring for it, but we've like, 
like a million people have tried to recreate those in their own way. So I, you know, I'm the the gameplay we saw from it looks very much like Left 4 Dead. Uh, I am. It's one of those games like it's. I could see myself if like I have a dedicated people I can play with. I'll for sure check it out. Um, but it's one of those things where like I'm gonna wait to see what people say on what comes out, and then because there's that Alien one that came out like a year or two ago, and I thought like that looks like a lot of fun, but it came out and it was just not. It was it was garbage apparently, and uh, no one played it. So it's like this is one of those things where it's like I want to see what people think about saying about it, and like if I have people like dedicated people, people I can play with. What about you, Gables? Well, yeah, in that regards and stuff, I have really... <sighs> I'm sorry, I kind of lost my train of thought a little bit. <laughs> in fine. regards to... Okay, which game were we talking about again? Back for Blood. <laughs> oh, Back for Blood. <laughs> my bad. Yeah, that kind of like uh, going to ring true for me that I don't really remember too much of that game trailer other than the fact that it made me want to play The Left 4 Dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it definitely it, like it brings back those warm fuzzy feelings of playing with your friends on 360 well, yeah. like, I think that's what they're trying to capture so I think that's what they're going for now. I mean, if it brings back those that would be awesome like I, I would love that but it's just a matter of getting there and I think you can I think there's like a alpha or beta you can get into now on PC or you can sign up for so I'm sure people will be talking about later um, next up we had the uh, the Caliso Protocol which is a um it's coming from it's a I think it's a new studio, uh, but the creator of Dead Space, uh, Glenn Schofield, um, the, he's the one heading this game up. So he was actually like, uh, they actually have a few people that worked on Dead Space that are working on this, but um, he actually like he was like a, a top guy at um, Activision. I can't remember, but he was he was I can't remember which studio. I think it was I don't remember, but one of, he was one that he had up one of the three um, studios I worked on Call of Duties. And uh, he's like, I, he just didn't like it. So he, he left to create his own studio. Uh, now he's making this. Uh, he's working. Um, is it actually supposed to be based, I, from what I understand, in the PUBG universe? If that makes any sense. Yeah. But it takes place on one of the moons of uh, Jupiter, Callisto. And it is a, um, I mean, we all, there was no gameplay. It was just a teaser trailer. But, I mean, the, the guy had the thing on the back of his neck that looked like the HUD from Dead Space. Um, it's coming out for all the new consoles and for, scheduled for 2022. Um, I always, I've talked about since the beginning of this podcast over seven years that I, I hate the hype that we get for new IPs where it's like, it just drives me nuts where it's yeah. like, I, then obviously there are, I always talk about, there are differences when you talk about like the, you know, the reveal for mass effect two with no gameplay. Like that's different. That's a sequel. And it's it's a whole thing, you know, like, um, but it's a brand new IP. We don't know anything about it. It's just like, like oh, that game looks badass. Like, we don't know any gameplay. We don't know anything about it. But on this case, I will say, as somebody that's clamoring for, and I think a lot of people have been clamoring for, and been wanting that Dead Space back. Like, you know, like, Dead Space 1 and 2, fan fantastic games. Dead Space 3, it's a good game, but it's not a Dead Space game. That's It's fine. It's whatever. Um, you had all EA bullshit about microtransactions in there, too. Um, but someone's been clamoring for, and we've seen we've seen that 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 whole genre has been dead for a while, or it's kind of a weird place for a while. Where I talk about like, you know, Resident Evil was the king of that for the PS1, PS2 era, and then the PS3, 360, um, was that Wii era? Like Dead Space kind of picked up that mantle where we saw Resident Evil fuck up that 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 whole survival horror right. 
you know, thing. And like Dead Space was the king of that in, in that generation. And then we kind of saw in, I talked about a lot at the beginning of this last generation, PS4, Xbox One, uh, where, you know, like Evil Within kind of took that mantle over. And like Dead Space died off. It's like, I fucking adore Evil Within 1 and 2. And then we kind of seen at the end of this generation where it's like, Resident Evil is going to come back. You know, we got Resident Evil yep. 7. We got 2 and 3. Like, good things are happening here. We got Resident Evil 8 coming. Blah, blah, blah. And it's like, fuck, man. Like, what if, you know, and like, it looks like Evil Within isn't, we're not getting a 3. We're getting that Ghostwire Tokyo, which hopefully it's good. But um, I'll say I am hopeful that this kind of brings back, like, it's a good game. Like, because I would love, if this is just the, the spiritual successor of Dead Space, I'd make me incredibly happy. Because I like Dead Space more than I like Evil Within. Yeah, I like more than I like Resident Evil. Like it's my definitely my favorite franchise of those that genre. And I would love if like you know, having the creator back, having some of the devs back there working the game. Like I am incredibly excited for the prospect of us getting back to like that kind of style, especially like being in space. You know, with the, like I said, it's a, it's a moon of um, the moon of Jupiter, Callisto, one of them. Um, you know, I just I you know some of that loves space that's one of my favorite things uh astronomy so um yeah uh hopeful what about you gables well to be perfectly honest with you i'm like other types of reveals cautiously optimistic that's it (laughs) okay all right um next up we had open roads which was a world premiere it was um is a narrative driven game it's a this mother daughter going on a road trip. It's made by the people that made Gone Home, um, working on it. So it's like about finding out the, like they they find out there's like some like, like they're uh, her, like I think he plays your daughter uh, as a daughter. Or at least in the, the voiceover in the in the trailer is the daughter of the tandem and talking about like they figured out some stuff about their grandmother and it's like, did she like rob banks or something like that or like what what, what the fuck is going on this? So um, they're going on a road trip to figure out more about their about about her. Um, our style, I think, at least in the, in the cutscene, looks great. I really like Gone Home. Been burnt out on walking uh, walking sims for a long time, but um, I don't know. Like this one, I don't know. Maybe it's the art style. Maybe it's the uh, kind of what like what they're going like, kind of like the narrative behind it. Lawful for it, and especially this is the guy that kind of made walking sims with Gone Home, like really really popular. Kind of took it to the next level. So I don't know. I, it's a game. I, I definitely want to when we see some more from from it. I want to know about. We don't have like a a release period or nothing what did you do you remember this one gables well to be perfectly honest with you i really didn't pay too much mind i mean honestly i thought the concept of the game itself is kind of intriguing in that regard it's mm-hmm. like oh hey maybe the grandmother was doing something that uh you know a little bit more mysteriousness than we first thought you know i mean i think the story in of itself could be potentially good in mm-hmm. that regards and honestly, it looks like it's going to be a. It may be like a fun game to play through once or something like that. Maybe once it goes yeah. on sale, in my personal opinion. But I feel like it's going to be a, an interesting narrative game. Yeah, no, that's what I'm for. Um, the other game that's a road trip game that actually I'm. It's kind of the same way. Road 96. It's the people that made Valiant Hearts and uh, Memories Retold, which Memories Retold okay. was fine. But Valiant Hearts still talking about this day. I, I wish Ubisoft would do U, more UBR games. Because we had that great stretch. We had Rayman, uh, Child of Light, and um, Valiant Hearts, which was incredible. Like, that was like a good like six, nine-month stretch. Um, but this is their next game. Um, 
Open Road, or I'm sorry, Open Road, that was the last game. Road 96. We had like back to back road road games, um, but it's like a procedural generated game where you're, you're you know you're just going on the you're hitchhiking on your way down this this highway, uh, and then just crazy shit happens to you throughout. It's just kind of how you deal with it. Um, so I'm looking forward to that just based off of there's some gameplay in there. It looks, I mean, it doesn't look like it's not obviously not a triple A game, but like I'm I'm looking forward to it based off of the um, the past of these developers. Um, next up, like you talked about earlier, we had the Dragon Age Four. We had a, another sneak peek at it. Um, it was officially revealed at Video Game Awards 2018, and here we are, Video Game Awards two years later, 2020, and it's still just another fucking teaser trailer. Like what the? F- I'm, I'm like, I don't understand it. Like I just, we'll get into this more with. Well, I don't. I'm, fuck it. We'll just talk about both right now. Mass Effect <laughs> Two, same thing. Mass Effect with all that, like. It's just a problem. With, I hate the way EA reveals their fucking games. It drives me I up agree. the fucking wall. Where it's like, they announce shit. Wait, it's like the moment they green. Like, it feels like they literally walked out of a meeting green lighting the next game. And it's all right, fucking announce it. Let's do it. And that's what I feel like they do. It's like the moment they they, they green lit the game, it's like, fucking talk. Tell, put out a fucking CG trailer right now. And that's what they do. And it's like, we've seen them for for years doing it. This, especially this Josh generation where it's like, they announced Battle uh, Star Wars Battlefront, uh, the first one. The, like literally, like it felt like three months after it was like they signed the deal with uh, with uh, Disney to make Star Wars games. So it's like, bam, we're making a Battlefront game, guys. Cool. Wasn't great. Um, even still, it's just like even at the, the last EA play we had, where it's like you announced fucking uh, Dragon Age a year and a half ago, and you are showing us early concept art for this game or then yeah. you're showing off early concept art for the next battlefield game you're showing off early concept art for the next need for speed game it's like stop it and then we get dev diaries we get after dev diary after dev diary after dev diary i feel like the fucking guy from um the uh hungry what's the fucking guy from youtube that does all the uh the crazy like makes like we just we just stacked 96 english muffins on top of each other and made a fucking Sasha name with muffin, nice. I don't know the hungry mealtime guy, whatever the fuck his name is, with the gay the gay bacon strips, gay bacon strips, gay bacon strips. That's EA with the fucking dev dev diaries, dev diary, dev diary, dev diary, dev diary. <laughs> fucking stop, just stop it. If your game, if I I don't want to talk about like because I'm no it's hypocritical to say like like oh I love because these trailers sometimes are awesome. I I you know I talk about like. Like that are just getting reveals. Hey, we're making it, or it's coming in 2021. You know things like that. Like, I'm fine with those for, for the most part. But it's like I hate. We've seen the way you like they've done it. It's just like stop. You keep talking about it. By the time you, the game comes out, I'm fucking tired of hearing about the fucking game. I don't even want to play the fucking game. You just talk about it so fucking much, and like you don't show us anything. Like I, for years we hear about these fucking things. Or it's like Dragon Age Four. We heard about two years ago. And before that, there was all kinds of leaks and rumors about how the game they had to cancel. They were a year and a half in development, scrapped the whole fucking thing six months prior to them revealing Dragon Age Four for the first time in 2018. Six months before that, they had to scrap the whole thing and start all over again because they did they, this wasn't working out. And it's like three weeks ago you announced, hey, we're making uh, on on seven day they announced that they're they're the they finally announced the Mass Effect Legendary Edition, which is cool. That's awesome. It's coming out spring 2021. That's that's fine. That do that. That's fine. But then I, I don't know. Actually, don't you know fuck it. That's that, that's fine. It's six months out. But then they announced, hey, we're working on the next Mass Effect game. Fucking stop. And then what? Here we are, 
fucking a month later, they they give us a goddamn teaser trailer for it. Fuck off. You know what? On one <laughs> hand, on one hand, hype of shit. I loved I loved the trailer. I really did. I loved the trailer. I loved the trailer. We got like I loved how the whole way where you saw the you saw the mass relay in pieces and shambles, and then you see fucking Liara show up and it looks like Morden and uh, Grunts are in the background. That's fucking awesome. That's fucking cool as hell. It would have been awesome, more awesome if they you didn't announce a month ago that hey we just started development on the next game. You know what? Shut the fuck up on that shit. This should have been fucking. 2022 you, you show us this goddamn teaser trailer and then hey 2023 mass effect whatever it's going to be called will continue if that's subtitle that's your subtitle i don't know but that should have been the fucking when you when you show that, that shit don't show us now because we're not gonna see that game for four fucking years then you got dragon age 4 you showed me that game two fucking years ago two fucking years ago to the goddamn day and you fucking still show us the fucking teaser trailer we've seen nothing nothing other than teaser trailers and concept art for two fucking years Fucking stop. You guys show your shit off. Wait really. You're too open. You're too open. Stop doing it. I hate it. Don't do it. Especially right now with, with in the pandemic. Everything's just pushed back. 2020, it's a wash. Nothing happened this year. All right? Everything and nothing happened this year. We're just, it, just, just stop it. I hate it. That being said, fucking love the Mass Effect teaser. Like I said, loved it. It was so good. I wish I could just been like hype as shit. But I'm sitting watching it. I'm like, oh, don't, don't do that. <laughs> Don't, don't stop it. Don't do that to me. Because like I'm like, I don't want to be excited for it. Because also, because fuck you, fucking Bioware. You make your games are shit now. You don't make good games anymore. Andromeda, not a good game. Anthem, that game's... <laughs> do, do I need to say anything more about Anthem? Other than just, <laughs> just speak the, the name of Anthem? I don't even go into fucking goddamn details about Anthem. We already know what Anthem is. Oh, we're, we're still working on it. No, you're not. It's fucking dead. Mass Effect Andromeda, it, you fucking... You just left it. You just stopped. You just stopped working on it. Because it just everybody hated it. You're just like, you know what? We're going to take a break from it. We'll come back from it. You never came back to it. And that's fine. You just shouldn't have to because the game sucks. It wasn't good. And then you come back. And then you're like, ah, we're making Anthem. And then you're like, oh, we're going to make Anthem next. No, you're not. Just, just stop. Fuck off. Just go away. Make, just focus on your next shit. Make your next shit good. But stop. EA, stop fucking talking about it. Just go away for a while. All right? We don't need to hear about it anymore. But then it's weird because then you have like the, the Need for Speed remaster that came out like a month ago. It's like you announced that in fucking September. It's like no one knew about it until September. It's like, hey, that comes out, comes out in two months. What? You can announce shit. <laughs> Literally, you you in a meeting. All right, guys. So we're greenlighting the Mass Effect Five. All right, cool. Press release. Just put it out right now. That's cool. All right. Need for Speed. I got, that game comes out in two months. Oh fuck. All right, we should probably tell somebody. All right. Um, I don't know. Set of facts. That's fine. We'll get around to it. All right. I just don't understand it. Cables. I'm angry. I don't either. <laughs> is is there anything else you want to say before we move on? No, not really. Okay. <laughs> it's been a while since I got into a rant there. I got to catch my breath back a little bit. I think I passed out for a minute. I blacked out. Uh, but I'm fine. I think I'm back now. Um, next up, though, we had a Crimson Desert game uh, that basically just looked like a fucking uh, like Assassin's Creed Valhalla, but better. <laughs> Honestly, uh, is, what, is what kind of what I took from it. Like, at one point, it's an open world action game, and then, like, a guy rides a dragon. He just hops on a dragon. He's riding around a dragon. Um I don't know. I don't know. Like, it was like a five. It was a very long trailer. It comes out in 2021. Apparently I doubt that, but, uh, yeah, it, uh, I don't know. I, I can't wait. Like, this looks pretty good at first. I'm like, it looks beautiful, but I'm like, this, I don't really understand. You know, show me, you're not really showing me all here. And then as soon as I got the guy, I got the dragon. I'm like, Oh fuck. Yeah. Okay. You know what? This could be, this could be cool. Um, uh, Swedish chef is joining overcooked. That's pretty awesome. 
Mm. I really love the Muppets just being involved in, in the video game wars every year. I hope it just sticks around because uh, uh, that was pretty cool. I just wish we had Untitled Goose Game back into Evolve though as well. Uh, another game to talk about. Um, Season, uh, which was revealed. It's, uh, it basically looks like uh, if Studio Ghibli just made a video game. Uh, yeah. Which I'm kind of all for. Uh, it's, a, it's supposed to be a PS5 game. It's, I think it's exclusive to PlayStation. Um, but I don't know, it's like kind of like the guy like he uh, it's like he's like has like an old school like video camera and he's like he rides a bike. I don't know the game artistically. It's, it's hard to talk about because like nothing I say will sound interesting. But just I love the art style. It's one of those things like I talk about like you got a good art style, man. You're gonna suck me in. Like I bought a lot of shitty games because you had a cool art style, and I've bought a lot of cool games based off the art style and love them. So uh, Forgotten Hand sticks out like that game. The art style that doored it. Love that game. Um, this kind of gave that same vibes where I'm like, um, I'm like this this game looks like something here. Uh, I I mean I was like it's a, it's a very small very short trailer. It's like a minute and a half, uh, but yeah I thought it looked kind of cool. Uh, another very hype moment for Gables, fucking Vin Diesel, two arc two furious, um, oh, is the God. thing that's happening. Might as well be called that. <laughs> yeah, it was so disappointing where I'm like. Fuck yeah, we got Vin Diesel in a video game. Another one. I, I hope it's a yearly tradition where we just get Vin Diesel announced in a video game. Last year we got Crossroads, Fast Furious Crossroads. This year we got Arc Two. Um, we got fucking but Vin maybe, Diesel Power Fantasy the game. That's what it looked like to me. <laughs> yeah, it just it just sucks that he's like. It kind of makes sense that we're gonna follow the path of Fast and Furious, where it's like uh, Crossroads, very hype moment, very cool moment. Game not very good, but a, still in a way fun game. Um, much like the original Fast and Furious. Arc, Arc two fast too fast and furious not a good game not 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 a good movie Arc two not a good game boom okay said it it's very disappointing though and he's like oh fuck yeah we got Vin Diesel in a video game oh it's Arc okay well this sucks it's, I mean which is, it's awesome for the fans of that because like he actually is legitimately like a, an Arc fan he's he's talked about like enjoying Arc um yeah that was a disappointing moment though uh, Fall Guys season three was announced uh, it's a winter themed uh, season this year no surprise in that yeah um i feel like the game just kind of i know it's being played by a lot of people but it's like that game just feels like it just fell off a fucking cliff it came and it, it went and it got overshadowed from among yeah. us yeah which you know yeah i mean like i know the game still does really well and it's got the fans behind it but it just feels like it just kind of it was cool for a couple weeks and then it's like ah, all right we're moving on um evil dead the game got announced um this game probably not gonna be good uh, I think Michael Huber from uh, Easy Allies uh, said it best. Expectations low, hype high as fuck. <laughs> that's, like, that's that's kind of the best way to put it. We're like this game probably not be very good, but I look at maybe like a Friday the Thirteenth kind of situation where it's like not a very good game, but the game was fucking fun as hell to play with friends. And I look at this, you know, it looks like a, a Left for Dead situation, but with. Uh, Evil, Evil Dead universe, so it could be cool. I like how they they brought back some of the characters. They even have the woman from the Ash vs. Evil Dead TV show involved. <laughs> um, yeah, Ghosts and Goblins Resurrection is that was announced coming to Switch in February twenty fifth, twenty twenty one. Anything you want to say on that one, Gables? Well, to be perfectly honest with you, I thought it was well. Honestly, it was kind of a surprise that out of all the games that Capcom decided to go through and remaster that we hadn't seen for a long time, it'd be Ghosts and Goblins. But yeah. from what I've been hearing in terms of rumors, this is going to be ex- like a Switch exclusive for like three months, I think. Oh, and okay. then all of a sudden it'll be coming to PS4 and Xbox One 
in that regards. That's the rumors I've been hearing, so it may not be concrete, but uh, it's interesting to note the art style of this game, which is kind of weird, honestly. It, it has that remastered yeah. sort of flair, like how Capcom did with, say, Mega Man Power Up, or in that regards, like, uh, yeah, Mega Man Powered Up is the last one I can think of that had sort of a, oh yeah, wait a minute. Not just that one, but uh, Mega Man Maverick Hunter X, I think that one was. Uh, the PSP game as well, where the art style in and of itself is supposedly remastered, but at the same time, it uh, it was just weird looking in that regards. That's the kind of feel I kind of get with like uh, this remaster of Ghosts and Goblins. It it definitely has that same type of flair, you know, and I'm, I'm all for going for and just like redoing certain art styles for a classic game as long as it makes sense and it honestly looks good this one i kind of am on the fence about its looks the gameplay in of itself i'm not going to question it because it's ghosts and goblins and that game is hard as fuck and considering how yeah that's the type of game where it's not going to hold your hand you got to play through the game twice because of the whole twist yeah yeah, you know what? I wish they would have went with sort of like a uh, a shell, like a cell shaded sort of like art style. You know, make it more sprite esque type of thing. I mean, if they have the option just to yeah. turn it on to say like a super ghouls and ghosts style of art, you know, I would be all for it. But uh, I'm excited that it got announced, but at the same time, I'm not very excited in terms of how it looks. Yeah, I think that's your overall vibes there when people were talking about the game uh, for it. Um, is that, yeah, look, the excited's back, but the game doesn't look great. But, um, moving on here to, uh, so Returnal, it's a game that, uh, Housemark is the ones making this game. Um, it's coming, it's, uh, this game was announced originally at the PS5 event back in August, I want to say. And it's come out, they've got a, so I, my, one of my predictions was we're going to get a Ratchet and Clank release date. Uh, we actually got a Returnal release date, March 19th, 2021 game. Uh, is when this game's coming out. And this is a game I talked about. I'm like, this game looks kind of interesting, but I'm like, I don't know if... Uh, it doesn't feel like... It didn't really do much for me, though. I don't know what it was about this trailer, Gables, but like, it totally flipped my mind on it. Where I'm like, I watched that trailer, and I'm like, this game looks like... I It kind of was turning my... You know, it's, it's kind of tickling my fancies a little bit. Where I'm like, this game looks really good. I mean, it looks super pretty, for sure. Um, but, it, yeah, I don't know. It's just something it with this trailer strange... clicked for me this time. It has that strange sense, and I I can't quite put my finger on it, but it, it reminds me, the feel of it kind of reminds me of sort of like a roguelike type of game, you know. Kinda well, that's like what the, yeah, this game is like. A, it's a roguelike. It is. Yeah. So yeah, that's but, what um, threw me off though a little bit of it, but uh, the concept of the story in and of itself, and like uh, getting a little bit stronger here and there, you know, it definitely does have its appeal. I'm not sure. I'm not sure, like, uh, I'm not sure about, say, the quality of it right now, obviously. I'm optimistic that this game is going to, it has potential to be good. It's really sooner than I thought it was going to be, you know? March 19th and stuff. I thought it was going to be, like, sort of like a summer game. Yeah, especially because Ratchet and Clank is supposed to be a uh, launch window game. So I'm wondering if that that, that tells me that game's going to come out maybe sooner rather than later. Um yeah, but yeah, this game definitely. Delayed. What? Or it could have got delayed, Ratchet and Clank. That's true. Yeah, I mean that's that's very that's a very good point. Um, yeah, I don't know. It just it definitely kind of it. You know, it it like went from a game. And I'm like, okay, that game could be cool. So like, I'm not a house like, um, 
I also kind of slowed me on too is it feels like a like Housemark came out and said like because they're like big on making arcade style games and so they came out about a year and a half ago and said like all right are they they're like they're like the last like big of the bigger indie games that are making arcade games and they're just like arcade's dead guys it's just it's we're not making it what they were talking about like we were like we're losing money on these games that we put out and like just like people people love them but there's just not a people that play them or buy them and right but it kind of feels like they almost kind of like turned their like it had the arcade style feel to me where like it's like the, it looked like watching the gameplay where like it looks like a twin stick shooter but like behind the back third person and that's kind of like that's the way i felt watching this um when i was when i was watching the gameplay from that kind of like i like twin stick shooters um uh, i like the last one they put out uh, the ps4 launch game not the last one they put out but it was like it was like the one that kind of put on the map um you know, so I yeah, I uh, definitely did, did something for me on that one. So I, yeah, that's a game I'm actually like looking forward to uh, hearing more about as we get closer. We got March 19th, so we got a, we're a few months away. But uh, I want to hear more from it when it comes out. Uh, was there anything else uh, worth talking about here? Mass Chief coming into Fortnite. Uh, that was kind of like, and also uh, Walking Dead's Daryl and Michonne also coming to Fortnite. Um, it was funny because Master Chief actually was got leaked like a week and a half ago, and he went live like 15 minutes before he got revealed on. Oh my god! The thing. So I'm assuming the maybe the the game awards was like, you know, because it was live. Maybe it got like it was running a little behind schedule, so it got um, revealed after it got after it came out, kind of thing. Maybe it just kind of threw off the timing of it, but uh, yeah, so that that happened. So. I don't know. Cool. I mean, Kratos is in there now. I actually went in and I played a few games of Fortnite um, like a couple weeks ago. I don't know why. I just I'm like, oh, I want to play Fortnite. I, I just want to check out the visuals on because it had a PS5 upgrade. And I was playing playing that and I, I bought the Kratos suit. So, um, But yeah, like it was funny. Actually, the, after the Game Awards, I booted up uh, my PS5 and I was looking at it. And I'm like, oh, I'll play a little bit of Cyberpunk. And uh, first thing I see on my home screen of my PS5, Master Chief. So weird time we're in where it's like he's, he was like the main thing on my hub of PS five is I wasn't hovered over the Fortnite thing on my PS five. It was just there. He is. There's master chief in the background advertised for Fortnite on my PS five. So 2020 weird times, man, weird times, but that's kind of, you know, that's kind of the big, what you do realize now that technically you could play, Let's just say you can play Fortnite and your Nintendo Switch and buy a skin for uh, Kratos and Master Chief. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Like you can have you, Kratos and Master Chief can now fight in uh, um, in Fortnite, so we can find out those battles. Oh but um, moving on to the the awards here, so I'm just gonna run through them real fast here. So Last of Us Part Two got Game of the Year, uh, Best Game Direction, Last of Us Part Two, Best Narrative, Last of Us Two, uh, Best Art Direction, Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, best score in music, Final Fantasy VII. Best audio design, Last of Us Part Two. Best performance, Laura Bailey as Abby in Last of Us Part Two. Games with impact, Tell Me Why. Uh, best ongoing game, No Man's Sky. Best indie, Hades. Uh, best mobile game, uh, Among Us. Best community support, Fall Guys. Best VR game, Half Life. Innovation and accessibility, Last of Us Part Two. Best action, Hades. Best action adventure, Last of Us Part Two. Best role-playing game, Final Fantasy VII. Best fighting game, Mortal Kombat 11. Best family, Animal Crossing. Best sim, uh, uh, Microsoft 
Flight Simulator, Best Sports Racing Game, Tony Hawk Pro Skater, Best Multiplayer Among Us, Best Debut Game, Phasmophobia, Content Creator of the Year, Valkyrie, Most Anticipated Game, Elden Ring, Player's Voice, Ghost of Tsushima. Then there's all the esports stuff. I'm not going to get into that. So, yeah, I mean, no, I don't think any real surprise. Last of Us Part 2 kind of... I think what took on one, two, three, four, five, so six. Wasn't seven. it nominated for like eleven awards or something? It was nominated for eleven and it won seven. So not too too much of a surprise. I figured it would it would uh, it would win um, a good chunk of these. Um, I mean, it was a good year for gaming, but I, I'm not. Mm-hmm. I, I think a lot of these made sense for them. Um, now, some we talked about like like the, I was. The best performance one was I was looking at, like we were talking about, like, I, you know, because um, Ashley Johnson as Ellie and Laura Bailey as Abby were both nominated. And I was like, I could see them splitting the vote so much that somebody else comes in and takes it. Um, it didn't happen, though. Laura Bailey, who I, I felt was the better of the two, but that's, you know, not saying much because they were, well, it's saying a lot. But, I mean, it's like the difference in them, very minimal. They were both fantastic. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think overall, I mean, I don't think anything too big of surprising to see um you know this year you know i'm glad hades won i think they won three awards final phase seven won a couple awards um i think they won two uh but like you know we, we were talking about before the show i was like i feel like this year is very top heavy and you look at the awards and it's like you, you see a lot of the same winners in those awards what was your thoughts on it well to be perfectly honest with you I felt that uh, The Last of Us Part Two did definitely earn some of these rewards. And the ones that I feel like, the one the awards I feel like that they did earn was in terms of, say, the accessibility in regards yes. of how you're playing the game. Yeah. I think that is the strongest one. When it comes to the other ones, like, you know, the voice performance one, Laura Bailey and, like, Ashley Johnson whatsoever, you know, I... I really could see why someone would, like, why they would go through and decide, but, uh, you know, to be perfectly honest with you, I kind of like the fact that Hades did go through and win a couple of awards. I kind of wish that Hades would have been recognized a bit more in terms of it, but at the same time, I hadn't really played too much of it. I know you've played plenty of it. I know I need to go through and play... Hades when I have a chance to do so when I feel like yeah. it. I'm very happy that Ghost of Tsushima did win in regards to like the player's choice for like Game of the Year stuff. I mean, I'm happy that game got recognized in that regards. I kind of wish that it was it would have gotten more a little bit more recognition in say yeah, got on best the art direction front. Art direction, yes. Art direction, I can under I can 100 agree that art direction for Ghost of Tsushima is fantastic. Mm. God, I found myself in that game taking so much like random photos of it because it looks so fucking epic in terms of when you're in HDR and this and that, you know. But uh, overall, it was kind of like what I was expecting. I expected The Last of Us Part Two to win a bunch of awards. I also expected like uh, to be kind of divisive between like the actual people that decided the awards and the gamers are going through into it. But ultimately. Yeah, not too much of a surprise. Yeah, no, I am. Yeah, it was fine. Like I said, it was fine. I think it was, uh, like I said, I think I feel like this year was very top heavy. And um, 
you kind of, kind of shows when you look at all the, the people that won awards this year. It looked like it was pretty much the same, like three or four games that won a lot of the awards. So, uh, yeah. Um, but uh, moving on here to, um, you know what? I, won't, I don't have too much to say, so we'll just run through it real fast. Um, Halo Infinite got delayed officially. I mean, we already knew it was got delayed to next year, but I have now announced that it's fall 2021. I think that's great um, for them. I think it's a good idea. It's smart. As something we talked about when it got announced originally, it was like, a lot of people were talking about like, this game probably needs to be delayed longer than just, you know, because people were like, it'll come out in spring, whatever, blah, 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 not a big deal, blah, you know, whatever. And it's like, there was like a lot of talk where like people were like, this game might need to go, you know, be in the oven for a little bit longer than just a few months. So that's awesome. That they're, they're, you know, this is their biggest, this is Microsoft. We're talking about Perfect Dark. We're like, they need more big IPs and, we, everybody knows Halo's taken a big dive uh, since three four three left, um, and this is, they need or not three four three but um, Bungie left. Uh, you know this is a game they need to be smart about and work on, and uh, I'm happy that they're going to give them hopefully as much time as they need to make this game excellent because uh, I think this is a I think Microsoft is smart to know that at this point like we we can't afford to have a a mediocre this game can't be a seven point five. 8 out of 10. This needs to be that that 9, 9.5 game changer. Ten, uh, you know, that game of the year nominee game. That's the game we get to at 2021. This time next year, talking about the video game awards about how 20 about um, going into like Halo Infinite's got a strong strong possibility to be game of the year. Like it needs to be that kind of candidate. It can't just be best shooter game 2021. It, you know, it has to be top notch. What about you, Gables? Well, yeah, exactly. I mean, the whole. Uh, man, the whole aspect of the Game of Year stuff, you know, it's going to be quite a challenge this year in the regards to which games are going to be, you know, more or less decided what's going to be number one, what's going to be number two. I know, just get a little bit of future sight, the whole games of the, the year for 2020, especially for myself, it's not going to be as much of a challenge as it was maybe like a couple of years ago or whatsoever, but at the same time, the games I did experience was going to be like, you know, it's going to be very much suitable in terms of uh, the quality of experience I went through. Yeah. All right. Oh, moving on to um, a game that we've both been playing, games that everybody been talking about for the last week or so, uh, Cyberpunk Gables. Um, yeah. How much, how much have you put into it so far? I've put about two and a half roughly two and a half hours into the game itself how much have you put into it uh i'm just under four hours according to my time just under four hours so uh, both of us are kind of around that same period in that regards to how long we've been playing it yeah um so you're playing on ps4 pro i'm playing on a ps5 but still the ps4 version of it um how's it running for you all right to address the elephant in the room Yes, there are definitely a bunch of glitches, and there definitely are a bunch of questionable mechanical issues that I have been running into while playing Cyberpunk. At the same time, at the same time, it seemed like everything else really about the game hasn't been so bad. I mean, I enjoy playing the game so far. However, I do notice graphical hitches to where some NPCs will randomly be... In places where they're not supposed to be, crouched down, there were some, there were definitely were some elements of uh, moments where I kind of said, what the fuck, in regards to my reaction, because there was one time when 
I was going through like a driving mission or whatsoever, driving from one place to another to go to a checkpoint, and all of a sudden it seemed like all of a sudden I was wanted for something for no reason. I mean, I kind of felt that one was kind of strange. And it was kind of funny as I was getting chased by uh, cops without even realizing it. <laughs> and I noticed things were just shooting at me. Like, what, what's shooting at me? It's like, am I really wanted right now? I didn't do anything. And it's like, I just go inside of like one aisle. I was finally able to get to the one jackpoint checkpoint where one of the missions with uh, at, uh, I think, like Misty's like little shop or something with Jackie and whatsoever. And like, I was walking past them. It's 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 early on in the game where you get your first like augmentation stuff from that uh, doctor, one of Jackie's friends or something like that, with oh. uh, the implants and stuff that you could put. Yeah, uh, Ripper Cut is that his name? Yeah, the Ripper Cut and stuff. Yeah. So performance wise, the game on PlayStation Four Pro, there are some dips in regards to in regards to some things. It's not as bad as what I've seen on the base PS4 and Xbox One, which I've seen Digital Foundry's comparisons with that, and man, I feel sorry for anybody playing this game like Cyberpunk right now on a base PS4 or a VCR-styled Xbox One because they are going to have a horrible time in terms of frame rate, in terms of uh, graphical glitches. I feel like the game... From what I've experienced, there have been some slowdown in regards to like getting into some forms of combat. But at the same time, I didn't really notice too much of an issue other than like NPCs popping and doing weird things. Like I haven't I haven't experienced yet say some extreme cases. Like for example, me going and randomly going through a window or something and all of a sudden getting jarred back like a hundred meters back, you know. That that hasn't occurred to me yet but uh what i have what i have noticed is like there have been some issues that i've had with blurriness with the hdr on that i've noticed Hmm. after watching the digital foundry video in regards to the ps4 and ps4 pro versions i decided to power up the game again last night and i decided to see if i can improve some of the visuals so i turned off the green i turned off like uh something else in that regards and then i it didn't look really uh that pleasing to me so i turned off the hdr function because i had it on originally and stuff and uh, it actually improved a little bit of the blurriness that i had with it it's one of those rare games where i felt like it looked better without the hdr on because at this moment in time i feel like that even regardless of having the hdr feature on for the playstation 4 pro it doesn't really add too much of an improvement in terms of the visual fidelity of it so ultimately, I just I just left it off. But uh, what were the issues you were? What was it that you were running into, Tyler? Say performance wise. So I've had a decent amount. Um, okay. So yeah, I've had like the a lot of pop in, you know, drive in and shit just appears in front of you as you're going. Uh, you know, especially right. driving. Um, Notice that we're just, you know, like I said, you can just see the world building in front of you. Like right in front of you, like seconds away from you, as you're going. Um, I'd say that like at first, like the first like hour and a half, two hours of the game, you're not, you're kind of like in that like, um, it's almost like a tutorial where you just like you're on a walking path. You're, you're like it's just tightly built, yes. you know, cutscene thing. Like you're not like you know everything. Ran, for the most part, ran fine. I think I had one, I had one crash doing that part, and I'm like, okay, I mean, I expected stuff like this. 
Um, and I was a couple hours in. I'm like, okay, this isn't going too bad. And then the last two hours I played this game, that's when shit started getting real. So when, once you get into Night City and it becomes more open, that's where I'm like, oh, okay. All right, I'm starting to see what people are talking about here. It's like um, I parked my car and I walked back to it and I had to go do, do something. And I walked back to it and it's just floating in the air. Um, <laughs> like you walk up to, you had to walk up to an NPC and that, cause like to start a mission and go walk up to an NPC and like, I've started looking at him and he looked like a PS2 character. Like I literally watched his, like him being built in front of me, like him going from being oh a PS2 God. character to, Oh, now he looks like a, you know, a, a, you know, like a current gen, uh, console game like in front of me. And then I watched one where like, uh, uh, Jackie, who's the, like your best friend uh, in this game, at least for. Um, oh, before we get, uh, wh- what did you pick for the three? Like the Street Kid, Corpo, and then Nomad. What did you pick? I picked the Nomad, honestly. I, I picked Nomad as well. Okay, damn it! I was hoping to pick something different. Because um, <laughs> I was hoping I was wanting to hear more about the details of what if it changes if you as you play. Um, but um, anyways, so like I had a, a a character get in the car, but he never like sat down. He just stood up. So like he clipped okay. through the car and was in the passenger seat and he was just standing in my car as I was driving, <laughs> but his head was through the roof. Um, like I said, multiple crashes, pop-ins. Um, I had like one moment in the game or two times actually. Now I think about it. Like I had like I was playing the game and then like my character was like, so I'm in this. It's called a brain dance. It, it's early on in the game. It's one of the first missions you do, and it's like you they put you in this VR world and you got like. And you got to solve some shit. But yeah, in the middle of it, you cut back and you start talking. Like you talk to the people as they, they put you in this VR world and then they take you out of it midway through it and they talk to them again. Well, when they took me out of the brain dance thing, the VR world and brought me back to the real world, my character just went to like, I was standing in the middle of like a, a freeway and I couldn't move, but I like everything was still happening as, um, as if the game was going as correct. Like I, that game was right. fine. And then, like, I got went back, but they put me back in the brain dance. And I'm like, okay, I played it. I'm like, that was weird. Maybe that was that supposed to happen. I don't know. And then I was playing the game, and then I got back on the brain dance. And the brain dance is over. Now I got to go back on to like, continue on with the game. And um, the, my, the character is still talking to me, like, all right, follow me. And I'm like, I can't move. I can't do nothing. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, all right. Like, my character was just stuck on a free... There was, there, but there was no NPCs. There was no driving, nothing. Like, nothing was happening. I was just... My character was just standing first-person view in on the freeway. So I had to reload the game, replay the brain dance over again, and then everything played as normal that second time. And then that's happened to me multiple times where, like, I've gotten stuck in the environment. Like, I was just walking next to, um, you know, like uh, a bridge... Or not a bridge, but, like, a, you know, like the platform next to you as you're walking... Uh, and like I got stuck in, I got stuck in the environment or I was shooting and I was like crashed behind something and I was shooting and then my, my character got stuck into it or like I've been shooting, getting a, 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 sh- a, a fight with somebody and they just ran through the fucking, um, like we're just running through the environments at me mm-hmm. and it was just like, like they weren't even there. They had no idea they were there and it's like chase, like running at me, running through the, you know, the cover and straight at me and like. I was able. I mean, it made it easier for me because I think they were thinking they were behind cover, you know, the NPC like, oh, I'm behind cover, but they were standing in the middle of the room, and I was watching them <laughs> constantly run back and forth through the through the walls. Um, but yeah, like I've, I've had to restart it multiple times because of just getting stuck in shit for no reason. Um, 
things like you know just things like that and then like hovering cars um npcs glitching out in the middle of the world shit like that it's just um i mean nothing game breaking but it's it's like i'm four hours in and i think i've had to restart the game i've had three crashes now uh i literally i was like oh like yeah we have gibbles and i don't record for a little bit longer so we got a half an hour i'll play some cyberpunk i play for five minutes and the game crashed on me i'm like fuck this i'm done for the night i'm not playing anymore um so um three crashes and i've had to reboot the game twice 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 where like i just like uh uh where i just like the one was in the freeway one time i got stuck in the environment and just could not get out a couple times like a few times i've been able to just kind of work my way out of the uh, working my way out of the environment uh so yeah uh that's been my experience with it but i don't know when, when i'm playing the game it's it's good but it's like I don't know. It's like I don't understand. Like this game, it's 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 good. I'm like I'm, I don't know. I'm four hours in. Whatever. Blah 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 blah. And I'm not playing on a high end PC. Neither one of us are. But it's like the game is good. It's just like it feels like a very well polished, or not very well polished, but it feels like a very well made open world game. I don't think this is like a you know. It would be a game of the year contender if it came out and. March or April or September and it came out and it was polished probably yeah but is it is this like a game of the generation type of scenario I don't feel like it is maybe when I dive All deeper right, into yeah. it uh, I'll get there and maybe when if the game comes out and it works better and runs better I'm able to play it without fighting through shit my, my, my opinions will change but I don't know it's just it's really weird working up to this like I'm just my expectations weren't super high for this game. This game I was looking forward to for sure, but I wasn't like, oh, this is going to be the best. Like, I was not like high on it like other people were. And it's just crazy, like, the fandom behind this fucking game. I had not oh, seen fandom behind a yes. video game in so long where it's like, I have a lot of problems with, with the run-up to this game. I, I have a lot of problems with the way CD Projekt Red handled the review process where it's like, we were talking about before the show last week, the day before reviews came out, where it's like, I have a lot of concerns about these console ones. And it's like, that's the reason they kept getting delayed because the console ones. And then it comes out the next day. The reviews come out. And it's like the reviewers are not allowed to show any gameplay from their, their own copies of the game. They're only allowed to show the gameplay that was provided to them by CG Project Red in the reviews. Wow. Um, they're yeah. only able to play. They're only allowed to play PC versions. They didn't give out any console codes at all whatsoever. So we had no, we had nobody has seen a single second of console gameplay up until the game was out on Thursday um, or Wednesday night. Uh, and then it just, I mean, that whole product, that's I'm like, when I was around, I'm like, oh, okay, like that kind of tells you this game is going to be fucked when it comes out on console, especially, I mean, it's just nuts to me. Like people are like arguing about like, oh, well, what, what, like about, oh, it's a next gen game. I'm like, that's bullshit. This game was in development before PS3 and three or before PS4 and Xbox ones even came out. They they were working on this game, like they've been working literally on, on this longer than the last generation. This game's been we worked on, and then it comes out. Yeah, it came out at the end of generation, but this game was shown off primarily at Xbox press conferences. So this was pushed heavily on consoles, and then it comes out and it's just like it doesn't run well on the consoles. This game was just come on. It was come on April, fucking April before we had even seen the Series X, before we had even seen the PS5. Like this game was coming out in April, and it didn't happen. And it's like, I guess coming out of it, like 
the PC version's been done since like June, and they've been working on the new console. I've been working on on the console version, basically trying to get that one fixed since June for the last six months. Um, and then just the way gamers are are reacting to the game at this point hadn't even played yet, hadn't even fucking played yet. Where it's like you, Gamespot gave a gave the review a seven out of ten, which playing the game for four hours. Hard to argue that seven out of ten, to be honest with you, but the the backlash that the, this person had because of the review she gave, and like multiple videos, like someone put out a forty five minute video about how they can how she didn't play the game, actually play the game, and they can prove it on Tuesday. The game didn't come out till Thursday night, and they on Tuesday put out a forty five minute video. Showing like I didn't, I didn't, I haven't watched it yet. I watched okay. I watched like two minutes. I'm like, all right, I'm out. I can't, I can't follow you on this. It's just some bad shit, crazy conspiracy theory shit. And I'm just like, all right. But it's just like you. She has played infinitely more than you have, and you're gonna put out a video about how she hasn't played the game or how she, how she hasn't beaten the game, and I can prove it. Like you have no facts. And just then, one woman, all she did, all she did was put out, so in the brain dancing, like when you go into the VR thing, they do all these flashing lights at you. And um, in the, in the, they, they fix it in the patch now. But when you play the game uh, on PC beforehand, they like the, the flashing, they had like this red, I think it's red greens from what works. Uh, the lights that flash at you um, are like really big issue with like people with episodes. Uh, 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 I can't say the word. Epilepsy. Epilepsy. So yeah. So my, like my mom has episodes. She has, seizures all the time usually small ones but every now and again she'll have a big one it's kind of like uh, earthquakes in a way where it's like a lot of little ones but every now and again you have a big one and you know, she has those and this woman was talking she put on, all she did was put on an article not bashing the game in any way and I read the re- I read the article not bashing the review the game in any way whatsoever. literally as a warning to people if you have this issue just be warned or if you're watching somebody play this game just be warned when you go to brain dance which are part of the main story that this could happen to she had a big seizure while playing the game and then um had multiple smaller seizures um after like during other parts of the game like she tried to like she's like okay i learned don't, don't do that don't look away whatever blah, blah blah but had a big big seizure that put her on her ass and she talked about like literally as a fair friendly warning hey th- this is what this is out there just want to like people know and that's that's awesome i think that's incredible like thank you thank you for doing that that's 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 good. That's shitty that that's in there because this is a big issue with like PlayStation and Microsoft. Like from what I understood, when they, when games go through certification for be put on main consoles, if this was that game, would not have this game. This you would not be certified. That game would not be certified to come out. PC Wild West, pretty much put anything out, you know. And basically that's what happened when PC. And she literally put that that out there. Like hey, this this was this was, happened to me. Well, as a friendly warning to everybody that if you have issues with this, be fair warned. People sent multiple, dozens of people sent her emails in the headline of the emails just saying, hey, we support you. And then she clicked on the email, opened the email up, and a video with those lights would be flashing at her caused her to have another major seizure. What the fuck is wrong with us? It's a goddamn video game. A game that you haven't even played yet at that point. And we are attacking people because... We gave it a seven out of ten, or we gave That's we sad. we we warned people. It's like, I, I don't, I don't understand it. And it's one of those things where it's like, I was thinking about it. It's like, I'm looking for a cyberpunk. I want it to be good. 
I, I definitely won't because this game's been in development for nearly nine years. Like, Keanu Reeves is limit in, in it. I love Keanu Reeves. I have multiple... I have a statue with Johnny Silverhand, like you and I both have, of Keanu Reeves. I have multiple uh, Funko Pops of Keanu Reeves as, as uh, Johnny Silverhand. Like, I... Keanu, Keanu, Keanu Reeves fan, fanboy, at this point, um, want this game to be good. Um, and it's just one of those things where it's like... It's like when you, like, talk to the overbearing, like... Uh, uh, a sports fan where you can't say anything bad about their team or they get like there's a physical reaction out of them where they get really pissed off at you if you say one negative thing and it's like you could be talking about your own team and I, I you say one negative thing about your own team and like I have coworkers I've talked to in the past or even people like at work or even at school or whatever it's like you say one negative thing about their favorite team and it could be your own team as well and they get pissed at you and it's like you almost like Hate the you always like man. I really hope fucking Aaron Rodgers throws like six interceptions now for the Packers on Sunday. And it's your own fucking team because you you can't. That guy makes you hate your own fucking team. And that's kind of the way I fucking felt about Cyberpunk going into it. It's like I hope this game fucking sucks now because I fucking hate how people are reacting about. It. I just it's been so long. It's been a very long time where like I have turned my my especially Twitter into a very positive, good vibes platform for myself. I know like you Gables, you don't go on social media anymore because of the negativity on that. Like I get that. That's awesome. And a lot of people that have stayed off social media for that same standpoint, I have curated my uh, Twitter enough to like 95, 99% of the time. It's all good vibes. It's, it's, it's football. It's wrestling. There's news in there. Obviously negative things happening in the news. It's a pandemic, blah, blah, blah. Can't avoid that. Don't want to avoid it. I want to know what's going on. But like I've created enough where it's like, I, I mostly only see, I, I I get the news, but I also want to see mostly positive vibes in my Twitter sphere. And this right. this week, just it's of all things, it's not the election, it's not fucking uh, the pandemic, it's goddamn cyberpunk. That's like fuck off, people. It's like shut the fuck up. I yeah, I don't know. Like I'm like I don't feel that way playing the game now. It's like I don't, obviously don't want this game to be bad. I want to be good. I paid. 60 bucks for it. I have statues of sin over here. I put a decent chunk of money into this game. I want this game to be good. I, I, I really do. But it's like, fuck off, people. Anyways, Gables. Right, what, I agree what, with you. What was your thoughts on the game? I, well, here's the thing. I agree with you in that regards. If they're going out of their way of attacking like a reviewer and actually triggering her seizures by sending her the same type of things, I mean, that's a borderline unacceptable. That's not just borderline. It's absolutely unacceptable in that regards. Mm-hmm. You can have issues with somebody's review like criticizing you know the quality of their review but going so far as to trigger some like a health emergency quintessentially from that is fucking criminal it is fucking criminal yeah i agree now with that out of the way let me just say for cyberpunk 2077 i feel like that this game is akin to witcher 3 in returns to what the launch state of the game is at where Witcher 3 did have a bunch of issues in turning graphical stuff in terms of everything else in that regards when it first launched and then eventually through patches this thing did end up becoming better in terms of quality and also in terms of the gameplay stuff to where now at its current form here in 2020 it is acceptable and people consider that one of their best games of the generation for Cyberpunk I kind of seem I kind of feel like that this is going to be one of those games that's going to eventually be tweaked and so that the performances will be at its peak 
but I'm not sure if CD Projekt Red is going to go back to previous generation console hardware like the PS4 or the Xbox One in order to do these improvements. I do, however, see them improving the PS5 and the Xbox Series X versions and even to some extent the PC versions because these issues are not just prevalent in the console versions. There are issues with the PC versions itself. However, at this time of recording, the PC version of Cyberpunk 2077 appears to be the de facto way you need to play this game. Yeah, with the high-end PC as well. Yeah, high-end PCs. Even the low-end PCs are having trouble running this game. But in terms of the experience I've had with Cyberpunk 2077, regardless of all the technical hiccups, I have enjoyed playing this game. I love the aspect of doing the missions. I like how this game holds nothing back in regards to like how in your face a lot of like the dialogue or a lot of the actual advertisements for products inside this game. It quintessentially reminds me of a stereotypical sort of like uh, like dark city sort of vibe and stuff like say from a, a rural say say like Las Vegas or like say like say a New York or yeah. just a rugged sort of city feel. And that's yeah. exactly the type of thing that they're aiming for. I feel like they've nailed it, CD Projekt Red, in that regards. I feel the quality of the voice acting so far has been good in that regards. I feel like the mission structure, when the game allows you to go through and go through and complete your missions and then get access to all this different types of stuff, I think it's fantastic. In terms of how you can edit your character and what type of skill branches, like tree branches or something you can branch off into what type of character developments in terms of uh, what type of build you want to make a character for one playthrough as opposed to another playthrough I think that's fantastic it reminds me so much of how when people play Fallout 3 or when people play like certain other RPGs and they have this specific build to go through this way or this specific build to go through that way I got the overall feel of the same thing that I had when playing a game like Fallout 3, Game of the Year Edition, and Skyrim on the PlayStation 3. Both of those games did have a lot of graphical hiccups, had a lot of graphical glitches. As a matter of fact, when Skyrim released on the PlayStation 3, it had a memory bug issue. For the longer you played, if you got past a certain extent, like maybe around the 75 to 100 hour mark, the game's the game's memory would actually start deleting some bits and assets. This is the kind of feel I have right now where this game, in its current state, Cyberpunk 2077, reminds me of how the builds of, say, how Fallout 3, or even like Fallout New Vegas when that game launched, or like uh, Skyrim and stuff, to where it had glitches, it had all sorts of various stuff, but... At the same point, I was able to enjoy the game for what it was, and I managed to finally got my hook into how I could play through the campaign of, say, Fallout 3, or go through the whole story of Skyrim, and I enjoyed the game for what it was. Even though there were characters glitching inside of the environments, even though there was, like, all sorts of various other things that were disappearing or reappearing, the pop-ins, and yes... Some of those things inside of Cyberpunk 2077 are happening. And I akin that to almost similar to how you play like on a low-end PC to where these same events happen. I mean, hell, to be perfectly honest with you, when I used to play a bit of Dead by Daylight on my freaking PC 
my other PC, the game absolutely looked like shit because I could only run it at the lowest setting at a certain frame rate, at a certain type of things, and the game looked like I was playing an early PlayStation 2 game, for God's sake. I was still having fun, mind you, but what my initial feelings of playing the game and the customizations you can do, how you can go through and have the options to do whatever type of side missions you want, how you could basically adjust your character to how you want it to be. I mean, there's all sorts of shaders, all sorts of options you can make for your own like version of V. You can have them look like yourself, or you can have them look like someone else. Like You can basically customize almost everything to the nth degree for your characters, which I'm very much a fan of, man. It's like an RPG. You should be allowed to go through and decorate your character like how you want, do the builds that you want. Like, say you want to do everything inside of intelligence or anything in, everything inside of hacking stuff. You can do that in this game. As far as the gameplay goes, hey, it actually feels fast and fluid in terms of, like, getting into some bits of, say, the open world and some bits of the combat. However, I know there has been a bit of slowdown in regards to the combat stuff that I have personally experienced, especially during the one mission where you have to save this woman that, uh, I think her name was Wells or something like that. I forget which. But, uh, it's the one mission you do alongside with Jackie and stuff where you infiltrate. It's your first major encounter, pretty much, of the game. Towards a baseline story mission that you have to rescue this person and they get carted off or something into, like, an ambulance or something like that. Like, uh, <laughs> like a futuristic ambulance sort of feel. But there were some times during the combat, and I didn't really test it, like, like uh, front and center. I didn't, like, actually go through and try to make the game perform harder as a result, but uh, to get, like, a bit of the issues. But there were some bits of slowdown here and there in regards to the first initial combat. But honestly, Tyler, even though there were some, there were plenty of glitches and plenty of other stuff, I have not yet encountered any crashes, thankfully. I have not yet encountered, like, a lot of, say, the absolute zaniness where cars are spawning in and exploding upon impact or having, like, another issue to where some players have been having different, like, uh, particular weird nuances or something, like you going through a window and being shot back 100 meters or your character floating in the air or something. But uh, I have enjoyed playing this game even though the game is not fine-tuned yet to the quality that it should be on consoles. And I absolutely understand how people feel deceived about Cyberpunk 2077, how the game was definitely not as was advertised when it was first introduced for consoles. I don't like how CD Projekt Red pretty much employed these, like, these hardcore embargo stuff that you can only show this and only can do that. Because they knew full well the console versions were not in the good state that they were in. And I've also also heard rumblings in regards to the people, development teams, and type of the console ports being absolutely surprised when that game went gold. When it, they know full well there was a lot of issues. I also don't like the fact that the game in of itself for its day one patch drove that game to, I kid you not, 109.3 gigabytes. That was yeah. with the game's install. And that was with the game's patch. That was the amount of data that took up my PlayStation 4 Pro because of that stuff. So you know what? What I would advise is if you want 
If you're like a hardcore CD Projekt Red fan and you don't mind any of these type of graphical issues or you understand full well that games of this type will be kind of like a toss-up, like a Wild West sort of-ish type of thing, that by all means, you can buy, you can play Cyberpunk. But for anybody else that was just going to go ahead and pick up this game randomly off the thing because it's, it's the new game and this stuff, I honestly would advise people to wait. Definitely wait like about maybe a three to four months, especially when they are going through with their technical, technically next-gen updates to the PS5 and Series X. Because right now on console things on the console stability stuff, I've been hearing people recommend the Xbox Series S in that regards to play the game because of the stability in regards to how it plays on consoles right now. But but yet, if you absolutely have the high-end PC, I mean, hell, go for it. Balls to the wall, go for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I feel like it definitely needs to, like, going back to, like, how much they're going to put into work on the ps4 xbox one generation like i feel like they have to because that's when they advertise it for those consoles that's yeah there's not a ps5 there's not an xbox series x series s version of that game out there's a ps4 and xbox one version of that game out like yes that's the game like it's options to download the digital ones on the next gen systems yeah so it's like that they definitely they they better fucking go back and fix those ones um oh no shit i feel like it's definitely this game shouldn't be out right now. It should maybe or maybe the PC absolutely. version should be out right now, and then the console one should have been waited till next year. Like I absolutely I'm agree not with you, man. blaming the workers. I'm sure it's probably you know like this it just it's bad management. It's just you know, I blame the management. <laughs> yeah, it's just like I feel like my my opinion on this is like if this was EA or Ubisoft that put this game out, we would fucking rake them through the coals right now. Everybody Since would. Since it's a CD Projekt Red in that regard, yeah. this is disappointing, definitely. But we do know for a fact they do have a track record of going back and fixing the shit that they break. Yeah, we but... are right now being hopeful, though, that they'll go back to the previous-gen versions of these games to fix them. But I'm not sure what's going to go on. They've really mm-hmm. kind of uh, raked the coals of trust in yeah. regards to their consumer Th- That's... Base. That's not exactly something I would want to be known for. It's like, oh, your games come out, they're really good, but they don't work for like a year. That's not something I want. Like, as no. a, as like, no, that's not, not something all. I think. Game, uh, you know, as a developer, something you want to be known for is like our games come out busted as shit, but eventually they'll be good or they'll work the way they're intended to. Um, you know, so it's like I don't. I mean, it's just you've delayed the game three times already this year. It's like. What if you when you start delaying it's December tenth, it should like I get financial whatever blah, blah blah. It's like their stocks have dropped. The game has sold like twenty over they twenty did. million copies, and they were they made all their money back in one day. In one day, they made yep. them they were profitable, but their stocks dropped thirteen percent this week. Now use that money to actually fix the goddamn game. <laughs> yeah, but it's, yeah, it's like that, that's my opinion though. It's like that's my my argument though. Is like the game came out, made its money back, and then some after one day. But yet your your stocks still went down. Like that's, you know, hopefully this is a learning situation for for them next time around. Is like, Witcher Four, whatever the next Cyberpunk twenty seventy eight, whatever you want to call it, whatever the next thing is. It's like, hopefully they learn a lesson, take the time. I understand pandemic threw everything off, threw everybody off, but still, you know, you knew what you were, you know. It's like you, especially with reviews, you knew what you were doing. You're you're only giving out the the best version, the version, the finished version. And you purposely withheld that situation to get the highest review scores, to get the best uh, clips you can put out, like 9 out of 10. This game, 
this game is amazing. Blah blah. blah. You could all you took all you did this on pretty deceived people as best you could to get the maximized sales for you know, everything. Also, you want to maximize sales, but also holidays. You want to get many sales out there for Christmas. Blah blah. blah. So, yeah, I don't know. It's just, yeah, it, I don't know. Anyways, we, we, it's, we're running along. We need to get out of here. Uh, we can go on this for another hour, but uh, <laughs> hopefully, we you know there was another there was another update that came out Friday. So I've already had three updates since the game came out for PS5. So yeah. I'm sure we'll have more as the weeks progress. So maybe in a week or two, uh, things will be better. But uh, that's our show for this week, guys. Thank you so much for listening. I was your host. I was Tyler. And I have been Colonel Gables. Until next time, everyone, have yourself a great week. Stay tuned for episode number 400 of the Drunk Dash Nerds mm-hmm. podcast. I am fucking excited. We are going to have a good show for you. But most importantly of all, thank you for listening to another fun-filled episode of the Drunk Dash Nerds podcast. And hey, Gables. Yeah. Too sweet. Too sweet, man. Hi, guys. See ya. beers there anyways we're on itunes now so go on there check us out and if you like us leave us a review and we'll even shout you out and jack will send you his credit card number